And I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony and fire two blasts outside the house. Buy shotgun. Buy shotgun. You don't need machine gun. From the shadow of Black Mountain comes another edition of Gun Stuff Live. Hey, thanks for watching. I'm your host, Chris Swainhart, and this is Gun Stuff. Now, Gun Stuff is dedicated to arming America, one law-abiding citizen at a time. Now, if that describes you, we're glad you're here. And if you're not, well, get yourself righteous and get yourself law-abiding. It won't hurt you. Now, my guess is you know some other law-abiding people that are interested in protecting themselves or their families or their schools or whoever. They should be here, too. So tell them all about gun stuff. We want to thank our sponsors for today. Uh, Adco Super Thumb Kit. Now, if you have a gun, you realize you're filling magazines uh, you could be doing some serious damage. Now, our hosts that are on the show have calluses that are about uh, measurable 14 uh, centimeters thick, and so they don't have that problem. But get yourself an ADCO Super Thumb Kit. Now, all you have to do is wait till the end of the show, and you'll get it free. Now, what kind of sponsor is that? What kind of commercial is that? Just get it free. That's what we're talking about. So stick around. You have to stick around to the end of the show. And then also, if you're going out in, in public, you need to be wearing a gun stuff ball cap. Scientists say that the harmful rays of UV uh, radiation this time of year can be very injurious to your health. And we have a special UV filter built into each of these uh, uh, hats, and we call it the bill. And so get yourself one of these. It's either a khaki, olive, or uh, navy, and you can get it free just by sticking around to the end of the show. Speaking of our show, we've got a great show lined up. Our first guest is Egypt's AIM. Now, you might not know much about this, but this show that you're watching today is probably the most important show that you've ever seen on Gun Stuff. I will say that. You just stick around, and then you're going to want to share this later with your friends. Uh, now, our second guest uh, just had called to the hospital, and that's Strike Industries. They'll be back again here next week, uh, this very this very time. But hey, uh, we appreciate you guys coming. You know, this time in the show, we usually talk a little bit about current events. Now, just yesterday in Indiana. They sponsored legislation, and it was moving to the governor's desk. Now, I don't know whether the governor has signed it, but this bill would pay for 40 hours of optional firearms training for school employees. Now, kudos to the Indiana school system that's trying to make things safer. You know, there's a picture there. You can see the picture. Uh, that's of Uvalde and uh, courtesy of the Uvalde Leader News. You know, you can look at those people, they don't really look too organized. Now, uh, today's guest has a solution that you are going to want to tell every single soul about on the planet. And I'm going to just leave it there. We'll talk a little bit more about that. You know, the left solution is, let's just take guns away from everyone. Now, 
that's not really going to make our school system uh, safer, but our first guest has something that will. I'd like to bring along our, our uh, erstwhile uh, co-host, way back in the hills and hollers of Kentucky. And I'm telling you what, you all think this is hyperbole, but if you watched last Tuesday, um, or whenever our last show, I don't even know what day of the week it is, you would have found out that it's not hyperbole at all because it's hard to get er, to, hard to get Scott. Scott, Scott he's he's here. Here. come on, get out, get out, get out, get come back, Scott, oh, I, oh, there he is. You know, he was I'm out back. in the outhouse down there uh, swinging on some moonshine in the back. And, and uh, Scott, you got to stop that stuff during the show. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, every, they, well, I, so I slowed it down. Now I'm just drinking before the show, not during the show. Oh, but okay. I did go up and put some aluminum foil on the rabbit ears antennas so that way I could get a little bit better reception today because we are, uh, I don't know what was going on, but internet was just wreaking havoc on me last week or just the last episode. But yeah, back, but yeah, again, like you were saying before, yes, me and Ursula, we have received a lot of compliments on the calluses on our thumbs. Yeah, speaking and, of Ursula, know. she's right here, quiet <laughs> as a mouse. It's funny you say that because I actually have, have a burn mark from my slide by running 200 rounds through it uh, in like 15 minutes. So I actually have a nice little burn going on right now. So yes. Yep. <laughs> so Ursula, so what have you been doing lately? Working. Holy cow. I've been doing so much gun stuff at work. Um, that's what kind of took me away for a little bit, but um, I'll be back for a bit. So I'm excited. You know, I got a question here now. Uh, this is for your viewers. You can weigh in and make some comments here. Now, Ursula, I know you were out training mm -hmm. police officers last Thursday yeah. during the show. And uh, you might remember, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to embarrass you right here on the air because I think, frankly, you deserve it. I said, I want to get some footage. Now, I'm guessing that each of you people there would love to see Ursula in action. So, look, what we're going to start doing is getting a little action segment so that we'll be able to show that every week so when okay. you come in you come in through the studio door you're going to be bringing some footage so you folks can watch i think that sounds like a good idea if you agree with me and you're watching mm -hmm. this please put it in the comments and uh, i'm waiting for the internet to explode right now so yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah exactly hey, hi guys. everyone so let's talk about our featured firearm for the day now uh you've got it here this is a yes. little bit different now we've shown this not too long ago mm -hmm. it's the walder ppk invented in 1929 it's the first concealed carry i'm going to let uh, scott make uh, a a few what? remarks, yes. brief remarks, and then no, Chris, then you can Chris, go. you know so much about this gun, Chris. Uh, I know, right? This is you, I, this is you. This is your your yeah. segment today. Okay, PPK. <laughs> what does PPK stand for? Chris, police pistol. <laughs> Uh, criminale. Criminale means undercover. It was for the undercover cops back in Germany. You know what? I tell you what, I don't think they were doing a very good job because they gave rise to Hitler. <laughs> you know, that was the same time period. But I'll leave that alone because I love the people over there in Germany. Uh, just a little bit bad uh, history there. But hey, uh, this 
firearm in 1968. We tried to bring it in, but they made it illegal uh, due to Ted Kennedy's uh, Gun Control Act, which we're all still suffering with. And so they had to add about one or two ounces and, and, and uh, it, they just made it better, actually. And, and so, so Scott, uh, uh, does this have uh, fiber optics on it? What, what type of optic system does it have? Uh, no, so this just has your standard fixed sights uh, that are, that are uh, the front side is machined in, the rear side is pressed in, or I, I can't tell quite uh, if, yeah. it's, if, it's, if this is machined no. in or if it's... It's machined in. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so machined in there. there. Big sites. Yeah. Let's take a look at look and, this beautiful. I I just love the presentation. The case. The case. It's like, a heirloom case. Yes. So I'm at that point in my life where I actually want to start collecting stuff to pass down to kids eventually. They don't even have to be my kids. If we're cool <laughs> and your kid's my grandkid, they're probably going to get a gun. But the sites are actually going to be <laughs> machined in. I feel left out. Which, <laughs> got a gun. I, don't, I don't have a gun. Like, I don't know yeah. what to do with my hands. <laughs> there they are. Hey, Scott, what's so, all that fancy stippling there on the top of the barrel or on top of the slide? Yeah, so the, they got the they got the fancy machining in there, and that's just to break up the uh, glare on top. So, uh, one, it looks good, but also it breaks up the glare as you're trying to uh, use kinda. the sights. Uh, kind of. Yep. If you have a, sunny a stainless... Gun. The weight of this is actually like really awesome, and I can see why this was definitely an undercover, uh, undercover piece, especially if you're wearing bulkier clothing. So, like, granted, the weight of this is really good. I don't think it's like good Arizona carry. I mean, summer carry for the most part, but this thing is dope. Like, it has the most interesting ah. slide release. Yeah, this trigger comes down. Do you, I had it a long time. I couldn't figure it out. I had to look it up. This comes down, and then you just push it over with your finger, and then you can pull this off, and then the slide will come off. I'm not going to do that here because uh, this is going to So it's double single, double single action. This is probably, I like single, what Chris, single, single just only. single? Single only. Uh, seven shots plus one. Now, the regular PPK has six shots plus one, but this PPKS has uh, a seven plus one. So what's the difference between the PPK and PPKS? PPK is a little bit lighter. It's the original design. The PPKS is the Ted Kennedy gun. It's uh, just yeah. about two inches. Uh, they had to make it a little heavier to, to be imported, and they had, they, so to make it a little heavier, they made the frame a little bigger, so it holds one additional round. That was just to make import standards. So that was that's the difference between. Hey, and here's a, here's a little a, a little surprise though for you. For a while, Walder was having these made by uh, several different oh, manufacturers, yeah, like inner arms, was inner arms or whatever, and the quality really suffered. And they finally realized that the U.S. market meant something to them, so they put their own factory in Arkansas, and now the quality is up to the Walder standards. Now the slides come in still from Austria. I don't know mm -hmm. exactly why, but they do, and. Uh, uh, now, Chris here, is the best history teacher. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, I could go on, and I, I better stop. We we had gone over the segment. Hey guys, this is your favorite gun? Yeah, it is. I know it's the history. I like the history, and and, and it's I, I've done a whole YouTube thing on it. But hey, guys, this is why we have it on here. Whoa, that's not saving two hundred dollars more. No, we. I'm sorry about that. That's a typo. That would be great if you could save two hundred dollars. But no, it's twenty dollars. <laughs> he changed that quick. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, because I was, I was like, I'm gonna buy it right here on the show. We need to go to commercial breaks. So I can buy this gun. Like, oh I'll God. buy all of them in stock at that price. Hey, you got to use the coupon flash. You got to use the coupon flash. Right, now we're gonna be right back with our first guest, Egypt's arm aim. And I, I told you, you're gonna to want to stick around. Mm -hmm. This is the most important show of your life. Hey, get on the phone. If you go to any school teachers, anybody, friends, uh, tell them to tune in here uh, right after this quick commercial break. But the one thing I can tell you about my family, it's bred into us when I quitters. and firearms. Hey, I love that 30-second spot there. Mr. Faxon, who owns the place, okay, and he's been on the show, he says right in the beginning, and he speaks for his whole family, we're not quitters. Don't quit. Don't give up. And that's the same kind of advice that we could pass on to you. I think it's, it's valuable advice, and that's what makes America great. And uh, thanks to Bob for sharing that with us. So our first guest today, let's see if I can bring on our team here again. So we were talking about school shooters. Now, how often, guys, do you hear people say that what we need to do is disarm Americans? I mean, does that All happen? Day, every day. Pretty that's, much. A, that's, a, that's the only thing. That's the only solution they, they, they keep that's offering. It. You're like, what? Instead, what of, crazy? instead of being better parents, getting their kids off of Big Pharma, um, instead of using a belt, if they have to with their kids, actually discipline them. No, they'll blame everybody else, everybody yeah. and everything else. Yeah. And what about Uvalde, who is just uh, within an hour of the border? I've been to Uvalde. I've been all through that town, all over mm -hmm. the place. And they had 48 incidents during the year, 12 months prior to this. Hmm. 48. Those kids were doing nothing else but drilling. Uh huh. Yeah. And yet it didn't help them. And where were the police? Mm -hmm. You know, they, they've got illegals coming across the border like crazy, causing incidents. And you know what? Uh, uh, there's no hope in sight except for our next guest. And let me see if I can bring them on. And uh, so glad to have Chet Linton here with us from Egypt's AIM. Chet, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here, Chris. Uh, you guys... Uh, I actually am having chills running down my spine right now just talking to you because, Scott, we've been doing this. This is our seventh season, uh, and this is episode 200 just on our live stream, which we just started a couple of years ago. And, and all we've heard, we've never heard anything that came close to what you guys are talking about to save the lives of our children and also our teachers. Chet, tell us a little bit about uh, who you guys are, how you got started. Give you the floor here, Chet. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, we we just uh, have been watching for a long time, having had a uh, previously had an education technology company and working closely with schools, uh, being very driven about creating and helping to create environments where kids are safe and motivated to learn really gave us some insights. Uh, we also did a lot of work with law enforcement and realized uh, in the last few years there's just it just seems that every time there's an event you know meaning some kind of an active shooter event or an incident at a school that's critical or life-threatening that 
things just get chaotic. Um, you know, we have uh, a lot of uh, just very interesting data and it's not going down. Things are getting more intense. We're seeing more frequency and greater frequency. And we just quite frankly said, hey, we've had enough. Somebody needs to focus on a solution. And of course, the, the first thing anyone ever goes to if there's a shooting is guns. Let's try to change things. And we've come to the belief and, and conclusion that the issue about guns is really the only place people need to go. Ursula had a few suggestions, but the reality is we, we believe that people don't understand there are really great solutions now and uh, they, can, they can learn about these things. So we need to educate the general public and help them realize that there are better ways that truly can decrease response time, prevent uh, injury and loss of life and et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. You're exactly right. Now, we're already getting some comments coming in here. Let me see if I got the first one on here. Uh, take away the cell phones and tablets from the kids. Now, uh, I, I, I'm not actually blaming kids on this because, mm -hmm. uh, however, there are a lot of youth who end up tripping out either on transgender meds or on mm -hmm. other medicines. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I tell you, Matt Gates. Uh, just talked about it just recently last week. He said, hey, Big Pharma may be to blame. Who knows? Mm -hmm. uh, but we're over-medicating Some of them flip out. That's yeah. not good. And then just crazy people in general. So I'm not mm -hmm. blaming all, all the kids. But, boy, we do appreciate uh, the comments, uh, their, their, their mark. So uh, you yeah. have a different solution, solution right? Uh, go ahead and explain how it works. And, and, and it sounded like Scott had a question there, but we'll come back to Scott. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to make the comment that, uh, that you know, that he's talking about take the cell phones away, stuff like that. But those are actually tools that, that Chet's about ready to talk about. Mm -hmm. Those are the, some of the tools that we can use to combat some of this. But uh, I don't want to interfere. Go ahead, Chet. Yeah, we could uh, talk a lot about learning and the impact that those tools have on it and, and the distractions as well. But. What I think one of the things that's really important to understand is that, uh, you know, for us, we decided to look at the actual incidents that are occurring. It seems that, you know, the, the big talk right now, there's lots of federal money flowing at, at uh, making schools safe. I worry that a lot of those resources seem to be turning schools into prisons. I don't think anybody wants that. We all want to keep children safe. I mean, that's a primary motivator. It's the future of our nation. But really looking at these things in ways that are pragmatic, we, we decided to back up and look at the whole incident. What happens from the beginning with legislation, what city and county planning is going on, what are the schools, the universities and everybody actually doing? And we're finding that there's usually gaps just in that part of the process. And then when they begin to implement and do things, there's usually one or two, I'll just call them things that are purchased to check the box and then that's it. But the reality is there's just, there is a lot more. And so we looked at this and said, all right, what are, what are the issues? Well, number one, we've got dedicated law enforcement officers all over the country. I've never spoken with one and I've, I've spoken to literally thousands who have never wanted to wait. They want to be there. Their job is to save lives and they want to move as quickly as they can. So with that in mind, what are the other things that get in the way? So Generally, every incident, if we look at national data, uh, responders are on scene within eight to nine minutes. One of the things I didn't know was that it's usually about 35 minutes when they enter a structure. Now that's shocking, right? And why is that? Well, it usually takes about 20 minutes to get floor plans. So when incident commands get in there setting up, they wanna be able to make sure they can give guidance in the building. 
you know, a lot of a lot of time has passed. Now, of course, we see agencies that are moving faster than that, but that's what the data tells us. So we're trying to figure out how do we put a story together that makes sense. One of the other things that was really shocking to us is that, you know, the current research and training and no criticism, but to find a shooter in a school, the way you find them is by shots fired or screams. I mean, that's it. That's really sobering as a parent and a grandparent. Uh, you know, you start to think, what does that really mean? So if somebody's actually made it into a school with bad intent, now those officers, that SWAT team that's there to clear that structure and make it safe again, they're waiting for those shots and screams. So that's, uh, we don't we don't like that, um, nor do they. And, you know, one of the other big issues is that once we have these big buildings for, you know, our schools are made out of concrete and brick and stone, radio signals are terrible. Mm-hmm. And some of you I know have uh, listened to radio chatter, but literally in the middle of all that chaos and trying to save lives, there are multiple voices on those channels if they've got a signal inside a building. And so there's there's lots going on. And so we just backed up and said, is there technology that we can utilize in a way that's going to make building safer? Can we protect students and teachers first and foremost? And can we enhance re- and use technology in ways that will help responders actually be safer as well and resolve issues faster. And so we developed EJXTAIN. Um, we found technologies that have been tested and proven, and we've we've then added some of our own patented technology around it so that we've got uh, some, some great ways to approach it. You know, so I, I get so, yeah. so tired of hearing people, let's disarm the American public, but here you've identified and like I say, folks, this is important. You need to share this. You know, the biggest problem, 35 minutes getting into the school. They don't know the lay of the land. They can't mm-hmm. find their way in. Yep. I, 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 I got chills thinking about what you said. The only way they could find the active shooters through screaming mm-hmm. or shots fired. And then uh, the current technology that they're using, the radios, they can't even find themselves around. And you guys have figured it all out. I, I, or at least you've got a great solution. I think this actually would be a great tool to actually um, build that rapport between law enforcement and a lot of these public schools. So uh, one thing that I've learned or kind of seen, especially in the Arizona area, is that like some schools with them being so anti-gun, anti-police presence as they get rid of SROs and stuff, where they won't even allow like whatever agency that patrols that area to even just, you know, practice clearing it or get blueprints without having to go into like the recorder's office and things like that. So there's been a little bit of pushback, but if something like this can actually bring them together and be like, Hey, look, we just want to be prepared for that day to happen. And we hope it doesn't happen. We have this. So it's either like, you're going to have like some parent that's going to be like, you know, to introduce this, this product to to that school, or you're going to have basically LE doing it. Hey, just so uh, here's a video. Why don't you can, maybe this will help illustrate exactly what your software does. We talked about it. Let's talk about the actual software. What, what's going on here? Okay, so these are just some examples of uh, school shots initially, and we'll, we'll see some other screenshots of the product shortly. But, you know, the challenge is that uh, we're, we're really often struggling. So here's a, uh, with all of those things that are set up in advance, for example, uh, we, there a moment ago, there was a, a, a floor plan. So we have a dynamic mapping system so that that's already in when an officer, a team enters a building, dispatch has access to those plans. They see the same thing the officers do. And by the way, the exact same thing that all of the uh, staff in the building do as well. So they're sharing the same information. 
Uh, they're able to know if people are safe, are they unsafe? Uh, there is an alert that goes out. Um, here's some examples of some different mapping, but these, these are all very, they're live and dynamic. That's very unique. So um, very quickly, there were some, cover, some colors popping up on the screen. So green means the teacher and all her students in that room are safe. Uh, red means they're unsafe. If there's a blue line around it, it means they need medical attention. So immediately responders, before they're even on scene, they know. One of the other issues is communicating. So we've actually created a process that enables on a proprietary chat channel for all law enforcement responders and dispatch and other responders for that matter to be able to communicate directly by name with those that are in the building. So now a teacher can be asked a question. They're not calling them. They could call directly through the application as well. But we want to make sure that communication gets out to people and information gets back so that a resolution can happen fastly, quickly. Um, and so that's a that's our really our objective. But if we do that, we reduce injuries and we reduce the loss of life. And so having those dedicated communication channels, uh, everybody can participate. They can share images. They can share video. Uh, we had a uh, an incident recently in a high school uh, about three weeks ago that uh, you know there's this this hoax whole hoax uh, i don't know if you're aware of the hoaxes that are spreading across the country utah had 13 in one day and uh, wyoming was followed a couple of days later but it at that time of course these incidents are very very real to these teachers uh, they had just installed this resource a week before the teachers had been trained they were all able to use it uh, the teachers were able to declare if they were safe or unsafe they were also able to communicate with each other. One teacher said, hey, I'm missing this student. Another teacher said, hey, I'm missing that student. And then other teachers say, oh, they're with my kids in my classroom. We've got everybody. They're safe. Everybody was accounted for. Now, law enforcement was seeing all of these this communication that was going on, and they were able to actually set up an incident command center. They were able to communicate with everybody as well. Teachers were able, they get notices, hey, law enforcement's on campus. Uh, or they're in route, you know, depending on the order. But those messages are going out. One of the things that FEMA discovered and trains is that information during an incident is as critical as food and water. And usually what happens, I think we've all heard the stories, kids get in a class with their teacher, they're locked down, and they hear nothing for six to eight hours. Uh, that just sounds absolutely miserable, and it's extraordinarily dangerous. And so this way, all responders are able to communicate, they're able to address any medical needs immediately and by priority and to have insights into what's going on. So I put the map up here. Uh, you were saying this is an interactive map and the different rooms actually would change color. How does that happen? So you're saying a law enforcement would look on their app and they would they could see where the active shooter is or do I not understand it? So there's 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 really about four indicators on a map. Number one is green, as, as shown there in the example, means that everybody is safe in that room. Uh, red means that they are unsafe. So teachers can actually change their status. So if something happens, they're in a safe part of the building and they hear some loud boom, they can change their status. That sends an immediate notice to law enforcement or whoever the responders are about that. And so uh, that's the second part with a, a uh, there, there's probably an image with a little blue line around it and meaning that somebody's there in that room that needs medical attention. And then the fourth is that we actually have a clearing ability for responders. So whether it's incident command or it's dispatch, as a building gets cleared, 
they can actually show that and communicate it. And so typically what happens, well, not it, it varies by agency, but I've, I've had SWAT teams say, we just go into the lost and found and, you know, when we clear a room, we throw a coat in front of the room or a shoe or whatever we can get our hands on. And remember, these are high, high, highly intense situations. And so we've tried to build in some of those things for law enforcement as well. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a so, great, yeah. great program. There's a comment on Facebook. Um, Charles Michael Beard said, I serve on our local school or safe school committee, and we are looking at these systems right now. It's long overdue. So, yes. yeah, there you go. Yeah, we put it up on the screen. The, uh, mm -hmm. And I just I just wanted to add also. So I I was on a SWAT team back in the day when the Columbine, you know, the with the one of the first school, you know, mass shootings happened, and we had to go to every school and we had to train in every school. And then you know, as years went by, you know, firearms instructor with whatever agency I was working with at the time or whatever department, uh, you always had to teach the active uh shooter scenarios and those things have evolved and we've recently had one that was resolved in and in, in this record time of like 12 minutes uh that we that we that was all over uh the internet uh just a just a couple short weeks ago but the thing is is having a tool like this you an officer shows up and they can uh, link up with another officer. One of those officers can be the cover man. Another officer can pull up the, the app and see, and everyone will already be telling them where the shooters are, what, where are the danger spots? They don't have to go through because in a situation like that, the first ones on scene, the first ones on the scene are always, you know, you, you go straight to the threat. Well, you enter on the South side of the building and the whole threat is happening on the North side of the building. You can't even hear gunshots. Uh, in, in, in those buildings because of the way halls are set up. And if the fire alarms are going off, you can't hear screams. You can't. So it's a very chaotic environment. But having a tool like this that is a visual thing that you can hit, uh, you can bring it up, you can find the map, you can go straight to the threat. Uh, and that, to me, would be a huge benefit for the responding officers. And I would think that they would be, you know, they would be even be able to cut that time. And that was a phenomenal event uh, for them to be able. But it, for those of us that watched the video, we seen them. They were clearing it downstairs and they're like, oh, we're on the wrong floor. Then they had to turn around and go back and find a stairwell and then go upstairs and then start clearing down a long hallway downstairs. And then they then finally they heard gunfire and finally they they, they knew where it was and they charged right to it. You know, the, the, the issue isn't in the courageousness or the speed of the officers. It's in the information that they get. They're all going to respond. They're all going to go after, uh, you know, that bad guy and get him as quick as they can. But they they need to your information. They need your program to be able to get them there as fast as possible. So yeah, we, we showed that picture of you mm -hmm. guys. Yeah. How long were they out there and, and how much of that was caused by uncertainty? And, and uh, Ursula, go ahead. Oh, yeah. no. Um, well, to answer your question, weren't they outside for like, what, like an hour? For ever forever yes essentially yes. and then and then went in but i do have a a good rumble question uh jamish 764 he has with some uh school districts allowing teachers to carry do you have ways to clarify if a classroom has an armed teacher well that's a good question so there's there's uh, there's been a couple good questions pop up to answer that most recent one uh we we currently do not have that built in. It's very easy to identify uh, uh, as 
actually, but uh, no, that's not a particular feature that we have. Uh, one of the, the one of the uh, earlier questions, I believe the gentleman was Charles Michael. Mm. Um, I'm going to say first and middle name, hoping one of those. Yeah, is no, the, yeah, I got him. First, so um, Charles Michael Beard. Yep. Yeah. So as a as a, a board member, I believe that there's a lot of stuff out there, and um, you know, there's 38 different alert systems, and what we found is that most systems are looking at just one little sliver of this issue and and we we go to nashville scott you'd mentioned what happened in nashville in 14 yep. minutes those two teams got in and just with precision took care of things uh, but as we've reviewed multiple body cam footage and looked at that we believe that that could have been handled in seven minutes the administration seemed to be right on top of things. It could have even been less because of the participation and organization that was there at the school. We all know it takes everybody, right, for these things to get resolved quickly. And so we're, we look at the whole incident. Um, Scott, you may have heard this. There's a common phrase now that's called the big black hole. Once officers get called to a scene, they show up and they literally have no idea what's going on inside. And so a common phrase is the big black hole. And our objective is to eliminate that by giving insights into these things. So imagine if you're a, an administrator and you hear about this, you can begin to communicate with teachers a minute, immediately at your school if you're the principal. We had one event where a principal was offsite and uh, immediately got over to the school, but while it was happening, was able to communicate with staff and law enforcement. and so having those lines of communication that literally just don't exist unless it's with a cell phone, but then a ring could put somebody's life in danger. And so there's just nothing that happens. And so this is a way to really get around those issues and provide a means that's safe and informative and uh, hopefully helps teachers, staff, and all responders as well. So check this uh, yeah, one thing see right here on the screen. What, tell yeah. us what they're looking at. Mm -hmm. Okay, that, that particular screen, Chris, is a, an alert screen. So those buttons are all customizable. Typically, there's a lockdown, a lockout, shelter in place. Uh, some states will have uh, issues related to severe weather. And so there could be a severe weather warning. Uh, we have some facilities that want to notify a facilities team about a plumbing leak even. Uh, we have one district that said, hey, we need to be able to identify our bullying team. We need our bullying team to be notified if there's bullying incidences. Uh, we need to be able to help with mental health challenges. We want it all in the incident side of the system. Um, another challenge, as you all know, is, are these social media challenges. Not mentioning any a social media group by name, but there are a couple that are, that are a little more prevalent than others. And so... Uh, it's a challenge for administrators. So all of that particular page was all uh, different types of incidents or alerts that can be set off to particular teams and to law enforcement or medical teams when it's appropriate. Uh, this you know, particular this, this picture yep, of the laptop yeah. there, uh, or yeah. and then also the the handheld device, the cell phone. What's that? So this is a, a th this represents twofold. Uh, there are two items. Number one. This can be loaded on laptops, Chromebooks, everything, as well as Apple and Android phone, phones, tablets, and everything else. So the particular uh, screen in the hand there is really an option to end the alert and, and, uh, or communicate that officers are on scene. There's also guidance for whatever the uh, standard operating procedures are for that particular event. So teachers can be reminded, you know, we have... These, these events are so stressful, or the incidents, as we call them, are so stressful. Adrenaline flows, people forget. And so we're very intent on building in tabletop drills. We want to, 
you know, there's all the research behind the trauma about drills and all the other things. 54 million social media pages were reviewed and students say it's traumatic. And so people are, are really are shying away from everything that creates safety and creates confidence and, and can even reduce fear if handled correctly. And so uh, we try to get everything in the hands of uh, teachers and administrators and, and, and also teach them how to communicate so that teach uh, students feel safer and they can communicate when they go home that as well so paul yeager so, says this he says this would be a great tool for our church because yes. a lot of churches are large their comments and there's been a lot of attacks on churches on um yeah. even with this uh last shooting uh i think it was what, nashville i want to say it was scott where it was a, it was a yes. catholic or Christ, christian school and they made it the news yep. made a point to say it was a christian school so of course my mind and my tinfoil hat um i was like okay cool now we got people attacking you know religion which is you know like that's you can do yeah it's america you can do what we, you want yeah you're he, he, he's right this is really any place there are there are people uh, so, that need protection so we we have the utah state capitol we have a we have the large manufacturing companies that have had difficulties communicating to their whole staff when they have a you know an incident. Uh, we have churches that are actually very much engaged right now in reviewing it because they Ursula, you hit the nail on the head. They want to they want to solve these problems. They want to keep their their members safe and and mm -hmm. uh, you know people will be able to go to church and and worship and not that yeah, you know just don't feel fear. Yeah. Focus on love and not fear. Yeah. You know peace. So on your yep, website, and you have I'm on the uh, oh guide. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, no, no. And, and, here, guys. So, Scott, oh, you go first. Okay. Okay. Uh, no. So, the we, you know, I'm on our safety team at our church. You know, we have plans in place, but these are all the things that, that can be used anywhere people are. I mean, everything from big events to, you know, large corporations, just like you said. Um, so, it doesn't necessarily work. Today, we're focusing on school, but this could be used in any place that has, that houses a lot of people that may be, in, you know, in danger of something like this where they could need this kind of incident response. Uh, but the, it's just great to see that all this stuff coming together and being able to have something that you can use very quickly because like the desktop that you see here in the in the phone there isn't a classroom out there that doesn't have some kind of electronic device going it doesn't have a com the computers are up and running for presentations for the teachers the you know the teacher has their phone the kids have the kids probably have their phones in their pockets too but uh i don't know you know know how that would work out with giving a kid access to something like this but but the thing is is that gives them the instructions to do what they need to do if they if it says shelter in place they know to barricade that door and shelter in place because they've they're receiving a notification that police are on scene they you know that a lot that will give them something to calm those kids down yeah. to help help like you know uh aid in that situation and ursula last words um, before we go to break so oh before break oh we're gonna come back after break and still talk because I, I have a facebook comment and uh, make your facebook comment Let's the do that. facebook comment uh paul yeager would like to know what is the pricing structure I, before you even ask her, this is my thoughts. I'm like, does it matter? Yeah, does it matter? I'm like, does, does the price even matter at this point? That's yeah, so uh, do you want me to answer now or after the break? We go ahead and answer now, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, so we're, we, we price it based on a, on a per building basis. Uh, we feel we've got a moral responsibility to be very fair to schools. And so we, we price it a little different than we do to commercial entities. For that reason, um, usually we use a, we have our, our foundation that we lean into 
to help supplement some of that as well. So usually it's a subscription-based service paid annually. Uh, you know, we have some additional training that's offered as well, but usually it's about $4,000 per school. Might vary a little bit depending on the size of the campus, but very affordable for, for what it is for sure. Well, guys, we're going to be back and uh, sum up, and we also have a couple giveaways to do uh, right after this quick commercial break. Hey, there's a, a sponsor, Predator Armor. You know, that's uh, becoming more and more appropriate. Uh, arm your kids and uh, head on over to Predator Armor and learn a little bit more about it. But, hey, uh, I think our guests today, boy, they've got something really cooking here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, Chet, uh, kind of final words and, and wrap up uh I'll leave some words to our audience. How do they find out about you and, and uh, what are the next steps? How do the people talk to you and so forth? Uh, I'll hit all, all three of those. So first uh, way to get more information is just ejixaim.com. You've got it on screen. Thank you for putting that there. Yeah, let's uh, spell that out for our podcast listeners. A-E-G-I-X-A-I-M.com. And Ursula's pointing, but that doesn't help the podcast people. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then the uh, the other piece, I just think this is uh, really important. You know, we, we cut through the chaos. This is real time information uh, for not only for responders, but for teachers and administrators. And our goal is to, to stop the mess. You know, we really want to make a difference. And we appreciate any help in doing so. We're happy to meet and work with groups to to uh, implement quickly. So thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, we really are grateful to have you on. And also, mm -hmm. like we said, right from the start, you're going to do something, something that works much better than just uh, uh, being on Facebook and yelling at people. As one of our comments said, hey, uh, everybody else, uh, they're going to hate this because you're actually doing something instead of just complaining. Mm -hmm. But we had some giveaways. And uh, Ursula, why don't you uh, announce that now, Scott? He has lost access to the famous supercomputer underneath Black Mountain. And uh, we had to cut it off because last week we had the last time, he, you know, there were a few little glitches in mm -hmm. the connection. And so our engineer said maybe he can't get into our Black Mountain computer. So, right. so Ursula, please yeah. help, so, help us. Uh, the giveaway is going to be a couple of T-shirts. So one on Rumble and one on uh, Facebook. And make sure you do wear this to the next school board meeting, along with your gun stuff ball cap. Just throwing it out there. Just think you should and send us pictures we'll definitely post it up on our social media so since uh we're kind of started to show making jokes of uh of scott and drinking moonshine so white lightning off of rumble <laughs> that's uh you're gonna be the winner of the rumble t-shirt package and then on facebook michael soka i hope i pronounced that right um pretty much you're you already stated on here that you're going to pass this information along to your uh, kid's school. So you can rock the shirt at the next board meeting. 
gunstuff.tv slash winner is the form mm -hmm. that both of you need to fill out. And if you don't, you snooze, you lose. Now, we're going to give you till tonight or tomorrow. If you don't fill it out, then you're not going to get the award. But, hey, you got to fill it out. And that's how we get the information to Chet and his team over there. Now, yep. we're going to not we're not going to announce this now because we don't have any details. But if we were going to announce it, we'd tell you we'd be giving away a license to a school. But like I said, we're mm -hmm. not going to announce that right just yes. yet today. But that is coming soon. And uh, look for us on our social media channels and also our direct email. The email. And, and mm -hmm. Chet, uh, we think that's great, your generosity. Now, remember, uh, before we leave, let's do one more time. A-E-G-I-X-A-I-M.com. Now, if you don't know, you can't write this and you're driving the car or, uh, you know, a lot of folks are probably uh, listening to this with a podcast. Just rewind it when you get to where you are and then uh, head on over there. Chet, thanks so much for being on the show. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, I know you're pretty excited, as I am. Our co-host, this has been been great. We appreciate you guys uh, taking the time out, uh, Chet, and, and, and uh, spending a little time with us today. Thank you. So uh, what do you think, uh, Ursula? Um, I think this should be in every school. Every school. And, and, and every right school. Now, every school. Yep. Right now. Yep. At a minimum, every school. Yeah, and every church. If you've got a, lot, a church with a campus, uh, you know, I, I think this makes sense. I like the idea of the police showing up, actually knowing what's and going on. Yeah. They know yeah, what part the, of school it is. The, uh, like um, in my county, uh, we have very well-trained SROs. They are, mm -hmm. the, our schools have very good programs that uh, the doors remain locked or electronic locks. They can, they can lock things down. There's an SRO on on property at all times but even even then this is something that that sro will need that information if something yep. they could be on like i said on the north end of the building and on the south end of the building all all hell breaks loose that sro can figure out where that is instantaneously and be able to respond uh very few people are going to be right there at the scene mm -hmm. right when it happens so you know every one of them are going to need this and with the with the the app based thing that you can access from any device to me this is a complete no-brainer it is yeah hey, scott thanks for being on and i tell you what whatever we did to the outhouse uh internet out there it seemed to fix it and uh ursula it was the, the rabbit ears i put rabbit ears up that's what i got them on the roof right now yeah. ursula thanks for being on the show today you're thanks always uh, great to have on here and we uh, thank our guests and we thank you folks for watching because you're our guest too and you know what you're right here into the uh uh living room as it were of gun stuff right into the bells and, and, and whistles provided here by our brick and mortar and so don't forget that uh if you want to get one of those firearms that we talked about earlier the walter ppks make sure you use the code flash, flash. now i told you earlier that you could win a free adco super thumb kit all you need to do when you check out Product code pistol pack, and then put in the code 
ADCO. You'll get it free of charge. And then also, you know, I think uh, we I make comments about going to school board meetings wearing your gun stuff ball cap. You need that T-shirt, too, from Ajax. Uh, and if you want a free ball cap and you don't even want to have to pay shipping, just put this in on checkout. Freedom is the way to go. And that's what we're talking about with freedom comes responsibility and responsibility is on you, uh, you folks to put some action out there. Tell your friends about this product that we've been talking about, the Egypt systems. Hey, thanks for watching today. Now, remember, until next time, get your stuff from Gun Stuff.